Hey there folks, for a leader, why is it so important to own your own niche inside and out? And how can thought leadership cut through in a world with so much content? I'm Aaron Young, today we'll find out. Now, streaming right around the world, this is Ticker Today. And it is so great to be with you in the fast-paced world of entrepreneurs, startups and growth. Many aspire to become recognized thought leaders in their respective fields. But how can leaders own their own niches and learn to conquer platforms like LinkedIn and here at Ticker? Let's bring in Diego Panita, the author of The Solo Thought Leader. Diego, great to have you here on Ticker. I want to start with the key question for those who hear the term thought leadership all the time. Run us through just simply what the concept of thought leadership is. Yes, of course. So thought leadership is mainly the intersection between three things. It's expertise, innovation, and education. So it all starts with an expert, knows a lot about his or her topic, and uh, comes up with innovative angles, innovative ideas, innovates in their fields. But not only that, that person, that thought leader, starts educating others, the public, their audience, about those innovations, about those new points of view, those new ideas. And that's thought leadership in a nutshell. And I think it's important because it's not just uh, knowing a lot, but also innovating, but also educating people uh, around that topic. And you've got this fantastic book about solo uh, entrepreneurship and thought leadership. Um, And we'll talk about that later on in the program. But one of the things, um, having just listened to it, that I found so intriguing is that a lot of people actually are thought leaders, but they don't know that they are thought leaders and they certainly don't know how to project their leadership on topics. Exactly. So as I said, sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it's just part of your work, your day to day, how you do things. So if you work in your industry, you become an expert in what you do in your field just because of your uh, research, your study, or just because you practice, right? A business thought leader is a thought leader because they start a company, they grew it up to a hundred million per year or something like that. And they, they have this innovative ideas, this new or original frameworks of doing things. They may not realize they have something good to say, something that people will recognize as thought leadership, but they do. A lot of people are a little bit scared about speaking up, particularly from a leadership perspective as well. Give us an idea about some of the benefits of positioning yourself as a thought leader of really owning that niche. Well, first thing is that you become the go-to expert in your uh, in your niche. So. People are out there looking for information, looking for companies to make, uh, do business with. But if you are the thought leader, like you have the audience, you have the ideas, you're out there showing that you uh, have a unique framework, a new unique solutions, then people are going to become your clients. Uh, thought leaders are the ones who get uh, interviewed in podcasts, in TV, on radio, uh, the ones who write books, the one who gets uh, all the, you know, the quotes in the media and also in other uh, publications. So I think it's important for your personal brand, but also because you're amplifying these ideas that you believe in and that you want to uh, people to start practicing them. And also selling as well, because a lot of people who are on LinkedIn, a lot of people who appear in the media can't help but to try and sell themselves as a personal brand or obviously their business as well. But you talk about the 80-20 rule, which is 80% of the time, give, 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 and only 20% of the time tucked up the back after you have proven yourself as a leader on the topic or the niche and and thought leader. That's the point where you try and clinch the deal, not the other way around. Yeah, you don't want to be... Uh, overly promotional or salesy when you're a thought leader 
And of course, uh, the reason that you are thought leaders because you're offering something that people value, the content of your uh, writing, your videos, your podcast is valuable to people. So you're giving all the time and then you can promote things. You can promote your business, your books, your uh, uh, speaking engagements, whatever it is. But if you don't show value, then you're not recognized as a thought leader. So uh, when you're just promoting, then people see you as a salesman, not a thought leader. Yeah. And in your book, you talk about the seven steps to become a thought leader. Um, let's just briefly talk about them if we can, because as you say, it's not just about selling. It really starts off with identifying and the pathway through. Yeah. So the first step is you want to become an expert in your field. We talked about that. You want to innovate and you want to find your own unique voice. So part of the voice is that sometimes thought leaders are going to be a little bit controversial or they will have unique opinions or points of view and people will follow them because they're not saying the same thing that everybody is saying. Uh, in a sense, if you're just saying what everybody's saying, you're not a thought leader, you're a thought follower, you're just following the crowd. And so first you become an expert, uh, you innovate, you find your voice. Once you find your voice and your channel and your audience, you start uh, educating people around that topic. And you do it through social media, you do it through your website, you do it through your uh, all your publications. And LinkedIn is very important, is very important for me. Like that's where my niche is. So important thing is find where your people, your niche, your audience hangs out and just hang out, hang out with them and, and build a community, build an audience. Uh, after you do that, after you start educating people, you find your voice, then you go into, you know, building your own business, become a business owners, have the time to think uh, through your things, through your uh, uh, ideas, but you have a business that sells. So you uh, create an ecosystem of products around the knowledge and the value that you give. And finally, what you need is a book. So I, I, I always say uh, the most important step at the end is to have your book where you write down your framework, your ideas, and it's, it can be amplified. So actually, after the solo thought year, uh, the second book in the, in the series is the solo author, which explains how do you write a book? How do you put into writing all your thought leadership ideas? Well, that gives me something to do on the weekend. Um, I'm interested though, for you, you're a thought leader about thought leadership, and that's been the path that, that you've chosen or that has chosen you as well. How did you get to the stage that you felt comfortable enough both writing a book, but also being able to give other people tips on thought leadership? Right. So, I mean, I, I didn't become uh, an expert in thought leadership just because of, uh, you know, working on it for years. But most of what you do, Aaron, uh, as a journalist, I have a journalism background. I became interested in this topic and I decided I'm going to interview the people who are thought leaders, who are solopreneurs or entrepreneurs who will have been successful uh, positioning themselves as they go to experts in their fields. And just uh, what the book was, just uh, a journey of um, myself learning about thought leadership, interviewing people who did and practiced thought leadership, and then from those interviews, building the framework, which is, are the seven steps that we mentioned before. And then, you know, just after publishing the book and being in the media and talking to people and uh, doing talks and speaking engagements, uh, you get to know, uh, you know, what's working, what's not. I bounce off ideas, different communities, and that's how I form my, my own ideas. And of course, I write uh, a newsletter, which uh, goes out every week about thought leadership and writing. And that's how I develop my own 
my own thoughts and just, you know, networking with other uh, leaders and experts in their fields. But it was something that I bumped into just uh, doing my journalism uh, work. And as you know, as a journalist, uh, a lot of time we are looking for people who are thought leaders on topics that are in the news at the time, which was the exact genesis for why we started Ticker for that exact reason, to connect thought right. leaders together with the news and the topics that people are talking about at the time. Because one of the, the key points you make about modern platforms like LinkedIn is to own it and to have content that you can constantly produce. But if you are saying the same thing on the same topic all the time, it can get a little bit tedious for your followers if they're seeing it every day. Talk to us about the balance of being able to find things to talk about with the need to be able to create content every day. You make the point that a lot of people who start a podcast, um, they make about 12 episodes and then give up, but it takes at least a year for people to constantly be bombarded with your point, to constantly know that you are the person until that personal brand is so recognizable and linked to the, your topic of choice, right? Correct. So you want to be recognized uh, for expertise in one topic. And of course, you don't want to be just a generalist. You want to go deep into your topic. But as a thought leader, um, there are different ways to look at it. And depending on who you ask, you will get different answers. For me, you need to come up with uh, at least uh, one original or you know provocative or thought-provoking idea every month, at least. And then I try to write one book at least per year. And it's a topic that I start uh, developing. So what happens? So I start developing, developing ideas. I post on them. I post them on social media, and I get feedback. Post them on my newsletter. I get feedback. I see what resonates with people. If I see that this topic resonates with people, then I keep developing that topic, and eventually it makes it into a book. Mm. And I find like okay, every year I can come up with a book with a new concept, interviewing people, uh, developing my ideas. Yeah. But what I'm doing in social media every day is testing out these ideas with people, getting feedback. So in a sense, I'm building in public and people are part of the process and they know, okay, uh, I saw the evolution of your thought. If yes. They follow me, of course, and, and there's, they feel part of it. And, and just finally, talk to us about the importance of the quality and the, the polish as well from a podcast or appearing uh, in, in a broadcast, I think back four years ago, and everyone was picking up their phones in the car and talking and making a vertical selfie video um, about their thoughts. But the problem I had with that is it looked shocking. It didn't do them justice. It looked amateur. And if you're trying to come across as a thought leader, you really need to do it in a professional environment, right? Yeah, for sure. Like there's so many tools today that I can't, I guess there's no excuse for not being able to do something of quality. Like there's software, there's equipment, there's training videos on YouTube. So you can certainly find a way to look professional, to use uh, good uh, microphones, cameras, use uh, good equipment, and also practice and train. And as I said, you have to... Uh, bounce ideas off other people. So maybe you have half-baked ideas in, and before you talk uh, about them in public, uh, try with friends, try with your mastermind group, with a, with a small community where you can refine your ideas. Because at the end of the day, a thought leader, what counts is the quality of the content of the ideas that the thought leader, or what we call leading thoughts that the thought leader is uh, talking about.
Okay, Diego Panita, there is the book, of course, on screen uh, about Sol, the solo thought leader. Um, congratulations on writing the book and, of course, the next one about the solo author as well. Um, you've brought us some really fantastic tips here at Ticker. Uh, to all our staff, we have everyone listening to the book as well to make sure that we are thinking in that direction because it is just so powerful. Diego Panita, really appreciate you dropping by Ticker today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. You're watching Ticker. We'll have more in just a few minutes.